Coming up next on 2NURFM, we're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. And today, ahead of 2NURFM's classic love songs long weekend, we're going to the 25 most romantic places in the world. Sally Lucas will also have the top 10 animals in South America and lots more for us. Welcome along, Sally Lucas. Now, we're going all romantic, are we? Well, I just thought I might as well keep it in line with what's happening on air this weekend, eh? It's all love songs, I believe. And oh, classic love songs Classic love songs Some that. great suggestions from our listeners too. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> so... Whether you agree with these, but this is just a list that's been put together by Qantas, actually, as the 25 most romantic places in the world. Um, but they're sort of, I guess, heart-stopping destinations and they could be romantic for all sorts of different reasons. So starting the list was climbing the Eiffel Tower at dusk and taking in the sparkling panorama of Paris by night, which would be wonderful. That's something you imagine if you haven't done it. And yes. when you do it, it just must be fantastic. Especially once they've got all the illuminations happening it looks absolutely wonderful um watch the vibrant sunset at the rock bar in jimbaran bay at bali which is really beautiful mm. looking over the surf there in the ocean with the beautiful waves rolling there at that that part of um bali it's just lovely it's right in the center of that surfing area yes it, it is uluwatu and all that area mm. yes um be inspired by florence's art scene from botticelli's the birth of venus at the uffizi gallery to michelangelo's david at the academia Four, enjoy dinner and a glass of wine with a view of the Czech Republic's picturesque Prague Castle. Oh, yes. And isn't that a beautiful place? <laughs> no, that's an urban-type wonderful place, but yes. They're all very different, these, aren't they? your senses as well. <sighs> Experience an intense adrenaline rush on the Sydney Harbour Bridge Climb. <laughs> and that is wonderful, I must admit. You've it's done a, that? Yeah, and you get to the top and, oh, the view is just wonderful. Your photos are fantastic. Yeah, wonderful. Get swept up in Santorini's enchanting seascapes from one of Ia's blue and white buildings. Mm. And that is beautiful at sunset at Ia as well. Spot the Big Five game on a South African safari. Yes. Let me see if I can remember them. Lion, tiger, no. Elephant, <laughs> Elephant. buffalo. Oh, rhinoceros. No. No, no, no rhinoceros. Hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm putting you on the spot. There isn't a tiger, is there? No, it's a no this is a lion, buffalo, <laughs> elephant, hippopotamus, and no, something else. And something else. <laughs> Someone will ring up and let us know. <laughs> Book a private villa at the Hilton Bora Bora Nui Resort and Spa in, in Papiete or in Tahiti. Wonderful. Stro stroll through Hoi An's colourful cobbled streets in Vietnam, which is wonderful again. Spend a day lounging by the Sheraton Infinity Pool in Waikiki in Honolulu. Wine test your way through New South Wales Hunter Valley, our own. Oh, that makes one of the most romantic spots. Yes, how yeah. about that? Very Number 11. Good. Stargaze from the jacuzzi at the luxurious Matakari Lodge in Queenstown. Ah, yes, fantastic view from there. Wonderful. Dance your way through Argentina's capital, Buenos Aires. <laughs> Discover the natural wonders of Palawan in the Philippines, and there are some beautiful islands in the Philippines. Find a tranquil spot for an extended picnic in Parque Güell in Barcelona, which, of course, Gaudi designed Parque Güell, and that's quite a fascinating place to go to as well. Full of fluid lines. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's just Amazing. Um, soak up centuries of Spanish culture at the Prado Museum in Madrid, a wonderful museum. I can vouch for that. And artists that everybody's heard of. Oh, yes. You know, from Botticelli, who we just talked about, to Greco and 
Picasso, and even though Picasso has his own museum, he, he is There's in there as well. So Velasquez, yeah. Oh, on and on the list goes. Uh, make a wish with your beloved at Rome's Trevi Fountain. Oh, you have to have a coin for that, don't you? You do. Three well, of them, in three fact. Three coins in the fountain, exactly. <laughs> Meet at the halfway point on New York's uh, Brooklyn Bridge, a la Sex of the City. Um, bask in Turkey's Aegean on one of Bodrum's beaches. Uh, have a gondola ride in Venice, pose in front of Kyoto's cherry blossoms in spring, step back in time at the medieval Markt of Bruges in Belgium, watch sunrise at the Mayan ruins at Tulum in Mexico, take a romantic road trip through the English countryside, Mm -hmm. lift off in an unforgettable hot air balloon in southern Turkey. Ah, Mm. So now whether you agree with all of those or you might have your own list, but that's an interesting list anyway. That's a great list and lovely to do it with the special one. Yes, with the special one. Hopefully we've all got a special one. That we can take. That we can take and share it with. It's always nice to share, isn't it, Jane? We might find a special one on the way too. Well, that's right. You never know your luck. (laughs) Some more figures coming up for us now, numbers. We do, and that's the top ten of South Africa, or oh, South African, South American annals. Of course, you're talking about the big five, Jane. Yes. You've got me thinking <laughs> South Africa now. So we're on the other side of the world, South America. So now they do. I mean, I don't think of it as a top ten, but I guess it is because ugh, it's so ugly and big. The anaconda, oh. <laughs> number that's number ten, which is the largest snake in the world, found in the Amazon rainforest, of course. So, but you know, it it is. I guess a spiritual life-bearing creature to some of the tribes there that means a lot of significance like it does to our Indigenous people here. Various animals, reptiles, you know, have significance. So so the anaconda might be a little bit like the rainbow serpent that is yes. an Aboriginal Yes, well, I, I guess that could here. be true, Jane. Mm. If we research that, you'd probably find it would be. A nice big yes. snake. Good from a distance. Oh, absolutely, distance. Um, guinea pigs, <laughs> of course. Pigs. Yes, and they played a very important role rather in the folk culture of many Indigenous Indigenous South American groups, but also as a food source, of course. I don't know whether you've given it a try, but I mean, I think it was very overrated. Um, the llama, of course, it, it's a South American camelid. Now, I didn't know, so it must be, does that mean it's related to a camel? I've never heard of does. a camelid. Yes, I think that's what it means. Ah, so I mean, it's, of course, it's well known for its wonderful um, fur. If that's not the right word, fleece, I suppose. Fleece, would you Coat? call it? I Coat, don't know. <laughs> whatever you like to call it anyway. But also it's a pack animal as well. So again, it's been very helpful to the local Indigenous people. The coati, now it's a raccoon-like animal that has a reputation for intelligence and cheekiness. You guide your lunch, they say, particularly at the Iguazu Falls. They seem to have developed a taste for what humans eat. They've got this wonderful long striped tail that sticks straight up in the air. It looks quite cute. Um, the giant anteater, of course, which is Indigenous and native to South America, the beautiful bird, the toucan, the pink river dolphins that you can get, the sloth, which is an incredible looking animal. I believe they come in either three or two toed models. What, the, the, the sloth? sloth. The, yes. they're, they're tree residents and they're known as being very slow moving and their hands and feet have got long curved claws. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're really quite cute looking creatures. The Galapagos tortoise and, of course, the Andean condor. Mm. So there you're 10. We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas, um, yeah, there are always improvements being made to cruise offerings. Yes, and this one I think will keep people a little bit happier. 
So, cruisers fear not, good, fast internet is on the way at oh, last. We can't live without our internet. No, well, most people can't these days, Jane. It's just a fact of life, isn't it? But Carnival Corporation, who is the world's largest uh, cruise ship operator, will bring inexpensive high-speed internet, because it all has been at a cost before, not a cheap cost on board, to most of its fleet next year in a series of what they call shipboard technology advances. So, it's going to be a high speed internet system and it involves transmission transmission speeds 10 times faster than the, the previous system that they have had and it's already available on 30 of the carnival ships and it will eventually come to the whole fleet which is no small breakthrough for them really because they boast a combined fleet of over 100 ships across 10 different cruise line brands so it's a big thing for them to do but obviously they figure it's going to be you know a plus for their their customers and um, I think the internet cost on board ships has bugged people for a number of years like anywhere these days I mean you get mainly free these days so you get a bit upset if someone starts charging you and so many other people can do it for nothing. Um, bit, admittedly, bit it's a lot harder in, at yeah, sea, though. Sea. sea, it's a lot yeah. harder. So for them to offer cheaper internet plans than any of its competitors is, I guess, going to be something in their favour and, and making it affordable factor because that's what happens with people choosing hotels these days. Jane. A lot of them will choose a hotel if it's got the free Wi-Fi or whatever. So just keep that in mind. So by next year, that's going to be incredible that uh, that is available. Hmm. Um, some new news with Etihad with uh, a new baggage policy, um, which they're doing uh, at the launch of some new fares and all sorts of things for tickets that were issued on or after 14th of September this year, and hopefully to provide more choice and clarity about their policy. Um, but I would suggest you, just, if you're flying with Etihad, check with your agent because they have increased allowances in both economy and business class, but it does depend on the route and it depends on whether like, you might be a gold or premium or platinum member. So there's different allowances for different levels of whatever you're at, but there's certainly, and also the cost of excess baggage has changed dramatically as well. So it's all going to be less expensive, which is a good thing also if you've got a bit of extra luggage so just check with your agent regarding that but they have got a, a totally new baggage policy in place effective from well last month now we're into october already and that's pretty scary <laughs> <laughs> christmas before we know it um a new product just came across my desk recently, Jane, called Journeys 2016. And these are operated by a company called World Journeys and they're guaranteed small group hosted tours. And they do go to a variety of destinations and you did indicate you might have wanted me to mention one in South America. So <laughs> they do think about South yeah, America. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, a fabulous right? continent, isn't it? And so diverse. But there is a 31-day uh, one, they have a grand tour of South America, which um, departs 9 May next year and also 29 August. So they don't have heaps of departures. They're just concentrating on a couple of departures and they're doing things in absolute depth. And that one includes also a five-day Galapagos Island cruise on that as well, plus a four-day Amazon Jungle Lodge experience, as well as going to all the cities you would want to go to, such as Buenos Aires and Rio and Iguazu Falls, La Paz in Bolivia, uh, Puno, Cusco, Lima... Um, you know, Guayaquil, Quito, of course, and the Galapagos. So fantastic itinerary if you're looking for something really inclusive that does everything that you would probably want to do. And in maybe South. see the top ten animals. And, well, that's it. And you don't have to go to Africa to see it. They only got five. 
<laughs> just joking. But, <laughs> but just keep an eye out for that brochure. It's really interesting and they will also tailor make travel for you as well. So if there's something you want them to do just for you independently, you and your partner, a small group, whatever, they will put an itinerary together to suit your needs and your costs. Mm-hmm. So just interesting that we keep getting all these new products through, Jane. And it's just giving us a wonderful selection out there now of offers in the travel industry. Talking travel. And we'll be back talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King, next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM.